This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's corporate cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. M-S-W Media. Welcome to Teacher Quit Talk. I'm Miss Redacted. And I'm Mrs. Frazzled. Every week we explore the teacher exodus to find out what, if anything, could get these educators back in the classroom. We've all had our moments where we thought, what the hell am I doing here? From burnout to bureaucracy to soul-sucking stressors and creative dead ends. From recognizing when it was time to go to navigating feelings of guilt and regret afterwards, we're here to cut out the gaslighting and get real about what it means to leave teaching. We've got insights from former teachers from all over the country who have seen it all. So get ready to be disturbed. Join us on Teacher Quit talk to laugh through the pain of the U.S. education system. We'll see you there. Hi, I'm Frances Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela and welcome to The Final Word! The Final Word with Frangela! The Final Word. 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 Ooh, what was that? Bakaba? You know. You know, so I you like know, it. it's, like, a, it's a little something to let you know. I like here. it. I like it. It's like it's like a little <laughs> prince kind of I like that. Uh thank you for joining us here on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network and MSW Media. Absolutely, because you know why? You know why you're here? Because you have fine taste in the quality of your entertainment. And I, you know, I just I can't mm-hmm. I can't compliment you enough as a listener. Your connoisseurs. Your connoisseurs, really. They really are artisans of listening yes. and participation. Yes, yes, yes. We also want to thank you if you've been supporting us through Patreon. You're amazing. This podcast is here because of you. And the way we say thank you is by giving you what, Angela? Three micro idiots every week, Francis. And let me tell you something. So that means that your Frangela needs are taken care of Monday. Tuesday, mm. Wednesday, mm. Thursday, Friday. Because mm. you know every what? Every day. Every day. Every day. You could, right now, there are over 500. That's so you right. could start today and do a whole year without repeating a single micro idiot and still have some more. That's right. Months more. Exactly. So go get you some of the best self-care that you can. I, you know what? I listened to one the other day and laughed my ass off. I'm like, that's what I'm saying. They entertain the shit out of me. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I wasn't, you know, Laura does amazing work. And like, so like we, when I hear it, when we hear it, it's, we're hearing it for the first time too. And also we both have, um, what would you call it with your memory when you download and delete like really quick? 
I have ADHD. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, my short-term memory don't work. <laughs> it's like clearing space. Yes. And so like sometimes it happens to me all over again. I don't, it's like the first time. Uh, and so there are a lot of fun. We want to thank you for that. And, and we also want to thank you if you've gotten a cameo from us, you go to cameo.com and get put in franchise and you can get a special video message for you or for somebody else. Give it as a gift. Absolutely. And if you happen to be in the Portland, Oregon area on February 25th, come join us and be part of the festivities as we, oh my goodness, I'm so excited. We record a second comedy album that is coming, guys. We're working with Kill Rock Stars. It's going to be a Curious Comedy. Go to CuriousComedy.org, get your tickets because it's going to be hilarious. It's the go-to event for Black History Month. I don't I don't want to say who may or may not show up to that audience. That's right. But I have every reason to believe there could be celebrity sightings. There could be. I'm entirely making this up, but it's also possible. It's, it's so not possible. impossible that Oprah, Beyonce, Jay-Z, a lot of people could come. Yep. Yep. They're not yep. allowed to. They're, they they are not allowed to. We might be on their to-do list. You don't know. <laughs> You know what? But you know what you can't put on your to-do list? Hmm. Joining us every Friday in the third hour of the Stephanie Miller Show, and we will be back. You're going to be hearing this afterwards, but we'll be back this week and hopefully, uh, you know, weeks to come because I'm telling you, I miss being there. I got so much to hmm. say. And you know what? And our podcast just ain't even enough. It's not. It's not enough. Mm -mm. Thank you so, for joining us here. Oh, I've got so many things I'm upset about. But let's well, go. let's start. Let me, let me, let me. You know what? Let me throw this this cluster bomb out first. Mm. Classified materials found in Mike Pence's home. Where are the classified motherfucking materials? <laughs> I mean, your okay. panties, Angela. Francis. Okay, Francis. Here is my problem. You and I are comedians. Yeah. To be more specific, we're improvisers. Yeah. And when I know that we would be better. At being press, press, being like press advisors or spokespeople or you know, uh, communications heads of communications for the Democratic Party. Uh, here's my problem. This is where I get really frustrated because we said this when I we, I've been saying this since the Trump documents. The first thing I would have done if I were in the an elected official when the Trump documents thing started was have go get my lawyer with some security clearance to go look through everything I own for documents. Because what I can tell you is, you know, the first person I thought of with, with the finding of documents in Biden, Biden's place, which he gave up, they found them and gave them to the, you know, they didn't withhold them like Trump, they didn't whatever, as everybody knows, completely different situations. Mike Pence and Biden are closer to being similar right. situations. But what I knew was I am willing to bet Trump took these things, hunted them down in many cases, it's been said. So, but what I, you have to know is that if Biden had some, there's every reason to believe that other people do. And I'm willing to bet that there are more, Kevin McCarthy, all these people. That's have right. Documents. It's all, it's it's all in their house. <laughs> it's clear to me that the real problem is, and what I would have done and what I said, if you, Francis will tell you what I said when the, sh when the shit came out was, 
if I were Biden and not, when I turned over these doc, when they found the documents and turned them over, I would call on the archives or whoever else has the clearance that they need to set up some sort of task force or commission to go out and check on um, documents that may or may not be out there to check with every single person, make every single elected representative and somebody who works the government sign off that they have or don't have them, um, make everybody do an internal look and then look at procedures and chain of custody and how we can imp clearly improve a system that is whack. No, what we do is we let them attack the president. Then we let then we let it happen with uh, Pence, who said he didn't have any. And now people now we let the Republicans take that territory. Right. So here's my issue right now. First of all, let's get Star Trek on this shit. OK, you know, you know, like iPads. I'm not, and I'm not joking that why are we even still using loose fucking paper? Why are we even still using well, sheets of paper? You there's don't an need argument, to. I think that that, but this is the thing. I actually, from a security standpoint, I think sheets of paper are safer. Like it's it's the 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 we can't right now. I don't know, but if the, if planes are going to take off week to week, because uh, that's my. And I'm not a securities expert by any means. But I would I would I would rather to me I would rather have a digital stamp that you know you put your fingerprint on to look at mm -hmm. at the time mm -hmm. you were looking at it and then you put your fingerprint on it when the time you're done you see what i'm saying i get that and see, this is the thing this is the thing that you and i i'm gonna tell you something we actually have an answer to this because we deal with it all the time mm -hmm. i cannot tell you now i would say it's seven out of 10 auditions now, we are required to sign an NDA, That's number right. one. And I, when I tell you these are for commercials and you're like, what are they afraid? I just, I don't know what the deal is with this NDA. I don't know what the people from the bounce are afraid of or, or Gatorade. I don't know why, I don't know why <laughs> Tide thinks that they are being, I don't know what's going on. Maybe they are the victims of espionage and I don't know. But not only do we have to do that, but whenever why. we get screeners, why. Whenever we get screeners, well, I, I have a theory, but whenever yeah. we get screeners, whenever we get scripts sent to us, they have who they're sent from striped all across mm -hmm. that document. So if you print it, if you send it anywhere, it says this is the property of, this is the property of all throughout it. Not right? only that. And, and, and they keep track of if you've played it. Not only do you have that digital print, you, for me, you know, when we get scripts, my name is through that script. It's, That's what I was saying. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm agreeing with you, yeah. Yeah. So the thing is, is that, you know, you know who printed that up, who it belonged to, where it went to, what time it got printed. I think that that whether or not, the pieces of paper, in my view, what should happen is, it's much like how the library knows I owe them a book. Right. Okay, this is not a hard system. You get a document, you sign for it. You have to then sign it back in. Yeah. That is, that is, this is not hard. Chain but the of thing custody. is quite clearly, quite clearly this has not been being done. But my problem is that had we, instead of always being in a state of reaction, the proactive move that should have happened and that we, that now absolutely needs to happen is I think that, that the White House should have said from the beginning, clearly this is a mistake. We've turned these in, we found them, but we're concerned now because we thought we've been as diligent as we thought we could be. So we really need, there's a, probably more of this. And then you go ahead and you take control of that narrative. But we, I just feel like we're always in this place of reacting and we don't, we don't ever say, okay, wait, stop, slow your roll. Because then you see what happens. 
People like Mike Pence come out and say, I definitely don't have anything. And uh, three weeks later, he does or whatever. It's yeah, like because exactly. you don't know. And these things can happen, but it shouldn't. It seems to, uh, to all of us at this point, you know, but we see that reasonable ground. We're in such a place of trying to fight and react. And I think it all comes from the same place, Francis, which is we need to stop trying to recruit Democrats at Klan meetings. That that the geo that part of the GOP is gone. Well, okay? also here's the stop deal. Stop trying to placate them. Here's the deal, too. These are people who want to get. These are people who don't want process. These are people. These are anti-government people. The GOP. So what does that mean? That means these are people who, who are sitting here going, don't hire 80,000 more IRS workers to bring in revenue. We're going to talk about the debt ceiling, but we don't want to talk about how we're going to bring in that revenue and go after that revenue. We don't want to do that. It's the same way thing here. We don't want to have a conversation about how to solve the problem. Nope. We want to sit here mm -hmm. and exploit the problem. Mm -hmm. We want to run the narrative about the problem, but we don't really want to solve that problem. If, if they wanted to solve the debt ceiling, they wouldn't have given a tax break to the richest people in this nation. Uh, why am I and Jeff Bezos in the same fucking tax bracket? You don't, you think that's wrong? Is that what you're trying to say? You think that's wrong that you and Jeff Bezos are in the same tax bracket? Well, I'm a bitch over here living paycheck to paycheck. How the fuck you're getting, we getting get paid ninety five dollars to do shit? I'm just saying. Yes, <laughs> I'm giving more to Jeff Bezos than he pays I'm in taxes. I think. You. <laughs> I pay like, more it's, it's in taxes insane. than a fucking billionaire. How you gonna tell me? You can't tell me I shit. Know. But I think because we're always crafting a narrative for this, as if we think, understand, let me be clear about something. Whenever I talk about, um, whenever you hear me, Angela V. Shelton, say something about how the narrative or how we need to do this or do that to appeal to this, I am never talking about the MAGA people. I am never, ever, because they're gone. Yeah. There's some percentage of them that will leave when Trump is gone, right? They're, they're, they're Trump only, right? And I don't know what that percentage is, but I look forward to finding out. Um, like they will, when Trump is out of the way, they will be gone. But that part of the party, they're going, if you do everything right, they're going to say that you're only doing that for this reason. You can't appeal to them. So stop thinking there's a way to do things that won't get them to say you're you're wrong. Angela, I have to uh, respectfully disagree with you. I don't think these people are going to ever be gone. I don't think I think oh, no, the I mega people gone. are here to stay. They are in our yes. government and they are running things. And if I don't did you see Chris, uh, what's his face last night? Talking no. about uh, diamond, yeah, Hayes. Talking about diamond and silk and the sudden onset, uh, ad sudden adult death syndrome, and that that is what her friend <laughs> died from, because mm -hmm. because now they believe it's a core belief of these people yes. that if you get if they come around anybody, this is crazy. If they are around anybody who's had the vaccine, that the vaccine, the vaccination will jump mm -hmm. from body to body. The vaccine shedding, yeah. And kill yeah. Let you. Let me be clear. Yeah. Let me be clear about what I'm saying. They're not going to disappear. What I am saying is that the there's a the MAGA Republican part. They are who they are. They're, they're, in my view, there's no point in appealing to them or thinking they're ever going to give you a fair shot or not be hypocritical, because they always are. But there's a percentage of that who are only in it because of Donald Trump. Mm. And that is why he has not been able to confer Donald Trumpness onto anyone. 
You know, he hasn't been able yet to get anybody into office with his endorsement alone. He hasn't been able to do that because they're only voting for him. And I believe their off ramp is his untimely passing or timely passing or him somehow, if he just disappeared, I believe that you would not, those people would no longer stay in that MAGA group. Mm. They would, because they, and I just don't know what percentage of the MAGA people that is. Because if you're somebody right now who's MAGA, but just saying DeSantis, you aren't who I'm talking about. Right. Right. And I well, think that that's those are people who are like diamond and silk. I think at the end of the day that they they to me, they're there because of Trump. And I think that that becomes some people's conscious off ramp when they want to get off, but they don't know how to get off the crazy train. And some people just that's who they actually they don't believe that other people. It's when you see the bag of rats that Stephanie's always talking right. about. Right. When they're right. fighting each other. It's like Marjorie Terry Green versus Lauren Boebert kind of. It's that difference. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a Georgia judge keeps election interference reports secret for now. The Superior Court Judge Robert McBurney said the other day that the final grand jury report on the then President Donald Trump effort to get the state to reverse his 2020 election loss would remain secret for the time being. Uh, he said that the review to the uh, he would review the decision after hearing from prosecutors who don't want the document released until they decide whether to file charges and media organizations, which are which are calling for it to be made public. Here's my thing. Unless they are, uh, and I get this, I understand this. What are they saying that we, there's a whole bunch of people we want to charge and flip and we can't let them get their stories together yet. So please well, yeah. don't don't give them the head up. You know, to me, this is this is this is like when you're reporting on a serial killer, you don't tell everything they do because you don't want false reporting and you don't yeah. want people having information that compromises your your prosecution. I absolutely and let's be clear, to me, we we've heard the phone calls. Like I don't need <laughs> I don't need more evidence. I don't. I <laughs> do not need any more evidence that this is what they were doing because he called and asked for it. We have the goddamn tape. Like, yep. I feel like this is fine. And so I, I think that, but yet again, uh, we need, okay, black women, let me tell you something, how we deserve some kind of tax credit. I mean, okay, because this is the thing. This is what I love about black women. You put a black woman in that room and she go, mm -mm, this shit mm, ain't right. No, this ain't right. No. Oh, y'all. No. Oh, and, and this is what kills me. Oh, white man, you're not going to do anything about it. I will. I will. I'll do it. I'll I do will. it. I mean, I can't, I, I, you know, for me, it's like we, when we still, and I actually, I heard, I want to say it was, oh God, it might've been Jody Hamilton. I forget who, I forget who it was who said this. I was listening to, I think it was on Stephanie this week, but about the Mueller report mm -hmm. and how at this point, you know, we've never seen the unredacted Mueller report. Mm -hmm. And in fact, there's a possibility that nobody has except for, um, Barr. Mm-hmm. Like we don't have people even looked at the, the unredacted right. report. Like we That's right. and the media, of course, doesn't care, right? Because it's just it's not, you know, we want to harp on some other crazy who cares bullshit. But the thing is that there are times when information is kept from us. And I and I think that 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 
it makes sense when there's a prosecution, when there are possible prosecutions, you don't know who's in, we don't know who's in this, who they may be about to charge or who they may be watching. And that yeah. could really compromise them. So, but what I, what I am confident of in a way that I'm not confident of it from Merrick Garland, the attorney general is that Fanny, Fanny Willis is yeah. in fact on Going this case on this case and will if it's within her purview she will be bringing charges absolutely uh mccarthy <laughs> you know <laughs> he's blocking Schiff and uh swalwell from the Int intelligence committee that's mm -hmm. his big that's his big uh move as speaker this week right i mean here's my thing Congress is just going to be what Congress is going to be until we we get control of redistricting and and trying to secure, you know, and make sure that everyone in this country who can vote can vote, you know, enfranchisement, mm -hmm. full enfranchisement. Like, because the reality is that nothing's going to get done in the House. Nope. Not a damn thing. It's going to be a circus. And uh, yeah, it's just going to be a clown car of, of bullshit. And I, I mean, and 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 this kind of stuff, we knew it was going to happen. Of course, it's of course it's partisan. Of course, it's this. Of course, that. But but McCarthy has no soul. He's a hack. He's yeah. he's 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 a criminal hack, in my opinion. And and he has you know. But I this is where I get mad. I would rather Kevin McCarthy get up there and go, look, we don't like them. We don't agree with them. And now we're in charge. So they can't be on the committee. Mm -hmm. That to me. That's honest. Say that. But to say things like this is a quote, this is not anything political. Integrity matters. Don't, say, don't use words you don't know what they mean. Okay? Especially when you don't have integrity. You don't know what that is, Ken. You ain't been nowhere near no integrity. George Santos got two fucking committees. George Santos don't even know his real fucking name. What's me is the George Santos lies. Now there's there's like a, some more crazy ones. Okay, this man. Let me tell you. I don't know if you if I think we said on any of the week. I'm not sure if we said it on the podcast before, but we want to thank all the people who uh, are donating to the George Santos wing of the Callier Helensky College University. Absolutely, it is an amazing wing. The donations have been rolling in, and I mean, <laughs> you really, you guys really want to see us break ground on that on that building. When I tell you that the wing is already more impressive than the, than the general university. Yeah. It is, it is, the George Santos wing is um, really taking off. Enrollment is high. I mean, we're turning students away. It's <laughs> us, then Harvard, then Yale. Um, dude, okay, here's sad news. And you know, I was, when, when I saw this st statistic, yep. It really upset me. There's been at least 39 mass shootings so far this month. We're not, there's been more mass shootings than there have been days mm -hmm. in the month, y'all. Mass yep. shootings. And more yep. than and you're 60. you're like, how come I haven't, yeah. Yeah, more than 60 people have been killed. And it doesn't say how many have been injured uh, total. No. Because for the, for this is the thing that was, um, uh, I listened to Fred uh, Guttenberg on mm -hmm. Nicole Wallace this week, and he was talking about how the fact is that you only hear about these shootings when people die. He's like, because the night before, I guess earlier in the weekend um, or past weekend, maybe in Louisiana, there was a mass shooting where like several people were injured. Nobody have died. So they didn't report it. Wow. You know, and and that's like 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 that's the thing to bear in mind that these shootings you're only hearing about the ones that the press decides to tell you about yeah well i was watching you know i you know i was watching the news and 
I swear, a reporter goes to a politician, what can we do about this? I was like, oh, bitch, I'm going to slap the taste out your mouth. This is my problem. If we keep mm-hmm. going back to step, z- not even one. Thank you. Step negative three. What is a bullet? What's a gun? I Why mean, do people have guns? I don't understand. I'm like, we will never dude, get out of this fucking hole. I, 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 I really, I really can't because these, these are very simple things. I don't care how mad you are. I don't care how crazy you are. I don't care how damaged you are. I don't care how much you are desperate for revenge or for to to have some sort of infamy or public notice that you can throw all of the all of the damage and infamy wants you wanted a person and it won't kill them. Only you holding a gun with a bullet in it and firing it will. So this is like this is really simple. Healthcare is great. Mental health care would be great. Obviously, we need it. But the reality is it doesn't matter if you don't have access to the weapon. That's and right. that that is that is it. And I'm sick of committees. I'm sick of research. We don't need we're not. What is today's day? We are recording on the 26th and there have been 39. I actually read that there have been 40 now. I'm sure. 40 mass shootings. That is to a day. Yeah. Okay. To a day. And no other country has this. Not even, I don't even think they have this many people dying in the war in Ukraine every day. Yeah. Like, this is like ridiculous. And, and the idea that most of us want this, but it still isn't happening. This is the problem. We have got to, we have got to make our, our vote count. Yeah. We have got to get out here and, and, and make this an issue because we are killing each other. Yep. Oh, Facebook will reinstate Trump's Facebook and Instagram accounts in coming weeks. You know what? Mm. I got a big fat fuck you for that. And I got it. You know, know, it's like, first of all, first of all, let me, let me, let me have my gratitude. First, mm. I'm going to say thank you for, to the all other people who kicked them off and gave yes. us peace. This oh, is a man who fomented a revolution against the government. Mm-hmm. And you want to put the tools back in the arsonist's hands. You want to put gasoline and, mm-hmm. <laughs> and give him the tender to fucking set the country on fire again. Here, whoosh, bitch. Are you kidding me? Do you know how many people you know who have been kicked off of these platforms for far less? Far less. <laughs> like, for far less. Like, banned forever. Mm-hmm. People have written us. I mean, like, I got banned forever for saying this, you know? And I, what's clear is, you know, we were talking about this before we started, how we we don't have enough case law. We don't have enough law around the internet. And and I think that, it, that, that the sort of the free wild west of it, you know, it's important for you know, for, that people remember that these are private companies that you that have you know that use you to make money that you're we are their product, um, and I've, I'll never for I'll always be thankful to An- Andrea Papalardo for for saying it so clearly years ago about Facebook. She's like the product has always been us, you yeah. know, and we being that we are the consumers. What what do you do, Francis, when you don't like the way a company's behaving? I don't I don't use their services. There you go. I'm just saying. Well, there you but, go. but here we go. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Mm-hmm. When you are a business person, 
when you are an entertainment person, these numbers count. So here we are. I'm coming up against my morals and my bank account. Well, and also to be honest, it's how we reach people in ways that are fundamentally important. I think about like the Arab Spring and I think about That's like, right. like all of, you know, all of the reasons why the, the, but that we can demand accountability and there are ways to start doing that and, and organizing to do that on these companies. I think that one of the things you do is you, Facebook makes money off of other companies using it, right? Yeah. So like we, we, I don't know who it is, you know, I'm not on it personally anymore, but like who, you know, we, everybody agrees they will buy nothing. Yeah. Advertise on Facebook or whatever for the next, I don't know, whatever it takes. But I think that we have to start getting a lot more interested and creative about how we um, say Respond. what we say is okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, 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 because here's my problem. We are being treated. It's being for, my problem is Trump, I can't say he's being forced down our throats, but he's allowed to run free with scissors. And that's a problem for me. Because let me drive out this house with a broken taillight and see what happens to my black ass. That's what I'm, I'm just saying. saying. Like, that's all I'm saying. And that is the final word. And now it's time for emails, emails. Time to go get your emails. I want to thank you for writing us at frangela08 at gmail.com. Thank you. This first email comes to us from Jeff M. Uh, hi, gals. I've been hesitating to ask this because I don't think you've said anything publicly, but my curiosity and my concern, frankly, has finally gotten the better of me. Angela, whenever we see you on Stephanie's show on Friday the last several months, you appear to be in some kind of medical facility. <laughs> there, are, there are not one, but two first aid kits on the wall in the background. It's, it's what appears to be a shift calendar <laughs> on occasion. <laughs> On occasion, the chair you're sitting in is covered with something that appears to partially say treatment center. It seems unlikely to be in your home. Is there anything going on that you're willing to share with one of your fans? Feel free to decline to answer as it really is not my affair. I love you both. Jeff, Francis' deadhead friend from sexy liberal San Francisco. Hey, Jeff. Jeff, I adore and love you. And just for you people, I will show you. Francis can see it now because we do this. We're mm -hmm. doing it on one of them apps, Zoom or whatever. This is, I on the back of my chair is a jean jacket that belonged to my my deceased uncle, Robert Mackey, as he was known by the Boston Police Department. Um, Mackey McPhail uh, was a character. Um, to, to, and that is a nice way of putting, um, uh, you know, um, sort of a, a routine uh, misdemeanorist, <laughs> if you will. Uh, he had some challenges around substances. And he was, but he was, um, he was my, he was my uncle. And so he spent some time in some facilities. So this is his jacket. He liked to write on his clothes. This is his jacket from his treatment center. Nice. So that's what you're seeing. So that does say treatment center, right? Yes. So I have that up there because I also have on my wall, a framed t-shirt that he made that's when he got out of jail one time. And it says, McPhail is out of jail. <laughs> <laughs> and then it says uh, Psalms 107, 10 through 15. So that's my uncle Robert. Um, mm. The calendar is just, it, I can see what you think. It's just a flip down calendar. Yes. But, and I collect medicine cabinets. Yeah. Oh, and now <laughs> it's time for resistance. Wrap up, 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 up. We want to thank you for getting out there and getting involved. If you haven't heard of this organization, um, and we didn't um, get to talk about Tyree today, um, no. but 
but we'd like you to check out Mothers Against Police Brutality, which is M-A-P-B, is a multiracial coalition uniting mothers nationwide to fight for civil rights, police accountability, and policy reform. And they are, they call themselves the voice of justice for victims of police brutality and deadly force. We are a multiracial, multi-ethnic coalition uniting mothers nationwide to fight for civil rights, police accountability, and again, and police reform, policy reform. So they're a great organization. They could use your support. Please check them out at uh, mothersagainstpolicebrutality.org. I'm Francis Callier. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela. Thank you so much for listening to The Final Word. Hi, I'm Liz Winstead. I'm Moji Alawode-L. And we're the hosts of Feminist Buzzkills, the only weekly podcast that helps you navigate the post-row hellscape. We dissect all the news from that sketchy intersection of abortion and misogyny with our guests, the abortion providers and activists working on the ground. Plus, we have amazing comedians to help us laugh through the rage. Feminist Buzzkills drops Fridays wherever you get your pod fix. Listen and subscribe, because when BS is popping, we pop off.